Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Matthew and Judd with Rami. Write that down. I don't have a pencil. Well, remember. Write this down. Sorry. I'm... Just what are you doing? Over. You okay over there? Radio what are you watching right now, Rami? This is uh, this is my golf swing from a few years back, getting ready for the golf outing <laughs> at my bad. previous stop. <laughs> that sounded bad. Oof. Yeah. What are you watching right now? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Golf. That's <laughs> golf. I swear. It's golf. It's totally golf related. <laughs> yeah. It's my Wi-Fi. It's work appropriate. Yeah, I'm going to retweet that if anybody wants to see now that uh, looks, an, ex- an extended look at my golf swing. That doesn't look as bad. I don't know if it's because it's a nice day or what, but it doesn't look quite as bad as what we saw today when, when you almost killed it's, a person. It's a different angle. You don't see the – it's a, this is a front-on angle, so you don't see, like, how far he dips down from the back. Wouldn't, and Wouldn't the person standing there taking that picture be in grave danger of actually dying you see themselves? where the ball went this time? I don't think they're, they're in danger. No, but the person's to yeah, the she, side, so the ball would come off at oh, that person. No. It was my girlfriend who was standing like directly in front of me. That's um, dangerous. Yeah, you I know. Like because I mean, she where she's that? standing there, I'm not sure you like her. That was by choice. She chose to stand there, and it's not it's not in the video. But I, like I said in the first segment, I did almost the same exact thing that I did at Second Swing Yikes. Golf here, and it ricocheted off the barrier right behind her and came right back at me and Whoa. whizzed past my head. It's almost impossible. Like, if, imagine if I had died that way. Like, in an, in an almost impossible Have you golf retirement accident. from golf altogether? Uh, <laughs> like, it just seems like it's not going well. The only reason I ever did it was for charity golf outings. So as long as you guys don't ask me to golf in any charity golf outings, I think I think I'm hanging them up. We need to we need to put these swings uh, of ours on a big screen here at the golf show no. somewhere, just on no. loop no. for people. No, no. maybe no, in the don't. bar area. No, no, we don't. Um, they, they might throw up if we they see those. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, it's Friday. It's five o'clock. And if you're listening on demand, that doesn't really matter. But it, it's Friday, and uh, that means write that down predictions and an accountability session. So all I have to say for you back in studio, Declan, is be ready on the incorrect buzzer. Because the accountability session was a bit of a bloodbath with our Super Bowl predictions. Let's start with Rami, who predicted in, it was an all-Adam Levine well, all that down five. Yeah, all Maroon five, yes. You predicted that. Let's not sell the rest of the band short, Phil. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry to the other four. Those guys work hard, too. Yeah. The members are? I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ringo, Paul, and George of Maroon five. Uh, let's see. Rami predicted that Moves Like Jagger would be the first song, and Christina Aguilera would be on stage at some point. Wrong and wrong. You said Adam Levine's top would be green. Mm-hmm. Wrong. 
and that Adam Levine would be wearing a hat to start the halftime show. No hat. But you did predict very specifically that Adam Levine's oiled up bare chest <laughs> would show on TV for an uncomfortable amount of time. I didn't predict that. I just oh, asked for oh, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was simply a request. That's a bold yeah. move considering the Super Bowl spread you had. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jonathan, let's get to you, speaking of. let's not. Jonathan predicted that (laughs) Greg the Leg slash Legatron would make a field goal over 55 yards. No, he was two yards short. He made a 53-yarder. He did, and I was really angry about it. You can ask my wife. (laughs) Raging at her house? Okay, that sounded bad. I guess that sounded really bad, yeah. Daddy's bad! I was yelling at the TV. That's what I mean. Okay. Daddy's Uh, upset. Legatron. You said Cordero Patterson would return a kick for a touchdown and win Super Bowl MVP. That the Super Bowl would go to overtime. And that there would be at least one dust-up on Radio Row sometime during the week. (sighs) Didn't see any stories come out. Nothing. The dudes from uh, Houston must have <laughs> been, been, been kept No, apart. I think he was there. I saw something. Maybe they had six security but I don't think that detail they had a, Yeah, I, I think he was there. He just was, didn't start a Maybe fight. they made peace. Maybe everybody in Houston Maybe. made peace with each other. I doubt it with that guy. Uh, Manny Hill <laughs> predicted that Baker Mayfield would win Offensive Rookie of the Year. That's incorrect. It was Saquon Barkley who won mm-hmm. Offensive Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Poor man. I predicted Gladys Knight and the under for the National Anthem. Which I take issue with because she finished the song with the first brave in the under, and she then, wasn't got, done. then got carried away. Her with rendition, more or, yeah. Her, or she didn't get carried away. She was out to screw you, and she got you good. <laughs> she knew that the she knew she was. I was timing it. Minutes. I Her, was. Ti- I'm like, hold it, hold the note, keep going. And then she said it three times. Her rendition of the national anthem had "Home of the Brave" in it three times, and that cost you. It cost people bills. Uh, I said there would be a Colin Kaepernick tribute of some kind during the halftime show. There was not, wasn't there? Did not happen. Mm. And I thought I was going to be right on this at the very end. I said Brian Hoyer would play at least one snap in the Super Bowl. Mm. And when the Patriots got the ball back with 15 seconds to go and the game was over and Tom Brady was celebrating on the sidelines, I thought, Send Brian Hoyer out for the kneel down. <laughs> Give me this write that down yeah, point that I deserve. Because Belichick loves to make people feel good about themselves. <laughs> right. Um, let's get to Judd here. Judd predicted Derrick Rose would be traded by the Wolves before the season is finished. Well, the trade deadline has passed. That yeah. can't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Declan. You said Tom Brady would be MVP of the Super Bowl. Julian Edelman was. Uh, Jared Goff is going to throw two interceptions during the Super Bowl. It was only one. And you also said Cordero Patterson would score a touchdown yep. during the Super Bowl. Yep. Didn't happen. However, 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 Judd predicted the Patriots would win the Super Bowl. That's a single. Give me that one. I got it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I can't find a yes, so we're going with applause. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's that's fine. good. Uh, and, and, and then you said, this is, this is the best correct prediction uh, that you've had in a few weeks here. That Tom Thibodeau's next work would come at ESPN. Yes. Wow. Uh-huh. Without wow. any inside knowledge, too. And sure <laughs> enough, I'm not sure if you call it work or not, but he's doing something <laughs> he was on there. That. He was there he's doing smiling. something. He's definitely smiling. That is true. So here are the updated batting averages after that bloodbath of an accountability session. Not good. Judd batting 368 and hitting and slugging 526 on the season. I'm down to juicing. What's that? I think someone's juicing. Could be. 
Uh, I'm batting 200 and slugging 200. Manny at 125 and slugging 250. And Jonathan, Rami, and the listeners are all over so far on the season. That's Thank where you. we stand. Thank right? you for that. So we'll go. Uh, well, we can we can mix up the order. We've never really. Judd's always at leadoff. Yeah, we're but at the golf show. We're out of order now, so we might as well just have Rami start. Okay. Then you want to go. Then I'll go. Then Jonathan. Okay. Okay. Let's I will it. start after NBA's uh, after yesterday's NBA trade deadline. I am ready to declare that the Milwaukee Bucks will represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals. Wow. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. We might have differing opinions on that, Rami. Okay. Wonder if it'll be like the last time that didn't they go to the final? No, they didn't make it to the finals against the Lakers. They got no, they got screwed in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Screwed, yes. yeah. Uh, sure, they did. <laughs> yeah. Sure, Technical they, term. they did. Yeah. Yep, sure they did. All right, write this down. Since we're at the golf show, I have to bust out a golf prediction. Sure. Tiger Woods. Oh, here we go. Oh, Just wait, oh boy. Just wait. Every pie in the sky prediction will be coming from the guy that grew up loving Tiger. Does Tiger this prediction Woods. have anything to do with a Perkins waitress? Wow. Oh, oh, oh. my thunder. Be careful. And it was Denny's, okay? Be, oh, sorry. Be careful. It depends on, on the day if that's funny or not. <laughs> Tiger Woods will win a major in 2019. Okay. He will win a major. In 2019. He All won right. the Tour Championship last year, which is sort of like the fifth major, but not officially. He'll take a step up, and he'll win an actual major in 2019. <laughs> Write that down. Me? Yep. From the truck? Uh, yep. Uh, the Wolves <laughs> will start the 2019-2020 season with Andrew Wiggins on a different roster. So Wiggins will be – I want to phrase this correctly for you. So mm-hmm. so Wiggins will not be on the Wolves roster yes. for the start of next season. Don't know. The D-League? Don't know. Not going to be on the Wolves roster. Start the season in Des Moines. <laughs> Come on, Andrew. If he's if he's a part of the minor league team, we're going to count that as part of the organization. Just for the record, <laughs> yes. I'd send him down if I could contractually. All right, Judd. <laughs> All right, I will uh, counter Rami's. Write that down with this prediction: the Philadelphia 76ers will represent the Eastern Conference mm. in the NBA Finals this season. Hmm. The Philadelphia 76ers. The process will finally have paid off. They will represent the Eastern Conference. That's the process paying off, though. Isn't the whole goal to win it? Yeah, I don't think any of these teams are going to beat the Warriors <laughs> in the finals. Yeah. Why do you got to ruin my mojo? You're you're attaching your name to a Jimmy Butler team. You understand That's a that? I don't move. care. Okay. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Back to Rami. Are we allowed to have duplicate write that down predictions? Because I was also going to say Andrew Wiggins will not be a member of the yes. Minnesota Timberwolves. This is my so, first, this yeah. is the first time I've encountered so, this. Here's so. the thing. So, okay. of course, legally, right. yes, you are mm-hmm. allowed to have duplicate predictions. Mm-hmm. We encourage adding a layer to it okay, and making it a parlay of some kind. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could specify... Which a, a team two or three teams play that they could play for? Okay, and it, give, it would give you give you a higher slugging percentage. I was going to say, yeah, if you get the if you give them a team and get it right, that's a home run. Yeah, that is a home run. I will say Andrew Wiggins will be a member of. Who would try and get Andrew Wiggins and fix him? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. This wasn't fully thought out. <laughs> I'm going to say Andrew Wiggins will end up with the Lakers next year. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, that's a grand slam. So they're going to whiff on Kawhi. They're going to whiff. Big home run. They're going to whiff on a bunch of max contracts. Yeah. They're going to put that Take out. Take that, Jonathan Harrison. You in the back of that truck. Take that. Right I'm comfortable. You look, you look like you were maybe baited into a bad prediction. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's a good chance that just happened. Well, he doubled, he, he doubled down in an enormous way. All right. Uh, all right. Write this down. Since we're going with Andrew Wiggins' related predictions here, 
this is going to shock you, but Andrew Wiggins will be on the Timberwolves roster to oh, start the season guy. next year. Oh. Much to my chagrin, Andrew Wiggins will still be a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Did Judge take year. over your soul right now? I just what want a single. One? Okay, there's I a, there's a throw year. over to first base if <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen one. Yep, I need step I need, off and throw. I'm not going to make the same mistake as I did last year. I need some singles early, baby. All right, back to Jonathan. All right. As far as I could tell, the 2025 Super Bowl hasn't given, been given a location yet. After doing some research and thinking about this, the 2025 Super Bowl will be in London. Wow. Hmm. Yep. I hope not. I hope not, too, but I have this feeling because both BBC and Sky Sports. Uh-oh. 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 microphone's yep. out. Yep, that, that was so hot, that microphone just cut off because it's burning oh, no. up. His, his, his mic is dead. He can't even finish his hot take oh. prediction. Oh, no. Here, let's get you a headset. <laughs> All right. Explain yourself. That battery went out there. Uh, so the BBC and Sky Sports were both over here for it. I think it's the first time they both had studios at the Super Bowl itself. And then Tottenham are opening a new stadium in London. And... Why is it, tot- is it Tottenham is or are? They, I don't know. You're asking It's the like the guy. wild. I never know. <laughs> is. 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 Are. They're singular. But yeah. it's a group of, it's a, t- it's a multiple it's a team. people. Right, but according. Team is single. But proper singular. English would okay. be, it's still an is. So they're opening a new stadium. A video was released from inside the stadium. And at the end of it, it showed the video board and the Super Bowl logo was on it from Super Bowl 53 for some reason. So I'm thinking. That's where it's going to be. Okay. Wouldn't the Jacksonville Jaguars have to have moved there then full-time to get that to happen? That will for sure happen by 2025, yeah. right? Because I think they need to move, right? Out. Six okay. years from now, I think. Yeah, the Jaguars will be playing them. You blew my mind with that. All right, back to Judd. All right, more short-term. With pitchers and catchers set to report, Major League Baseball will have a pitch clock for this season. Rob Manfred's going to ram this down everyone's throat. It's going to be just gorgeous. Players are going to go I absolutely crazy. You will see a pitch clock in place with all this talk about rule changes and alterations. There's certainly a lot of things that aren't going to be done, but that 20-second pitch clock will be done for this season. All right. All right. Over to Rami. Le'Veon Bell will be a member of the Indianapolis Colts Ooh. by the start of the next NFL season. Interesting. You dropped okay. that, that a couple days ago, right? I did. Didn't you assure that? I did. Oh, on uh, Purple Daily. That is where it happened. Yeah, you did say that. Why? They have more money to spend than anybody else, okay. and I, I think that they, they look at it and say, if we put Le'Veon Bell behind Andrew Luck and actually give teams a running game to worry about and a receiving threat out of the backfield, that makes them maybe AFC favorites. And they have a pretty decent that, offensive line. With that one move, and like I said, they have more money than anybody to spend, and that's really the one place that they'd be looking to spend it. They've got a, a good guard, right? Imagine that, a good guard. Hmm. <laughs> uh, you don't need guards. What am I talking about? Uh, so Jonathan went with the London, the big event in London. I'm going to give you guys a big event at U.S. Bank Stadium I know in either 2020 oh, no, no or 2021. <laughs> this is the most predictable Mackie write that yes, down segment ever. I love it, Phil. Tiger Woods. I'm playing all the hits. Yeah, you are. Come on, Tom Jones. All right. <laughs> WrestleMania <laughs> will take place. At U.S. Bank Stadium in either 2020 or 2021. Write that down. And why are you saying that? First of all, Minnesota is a wrestling hotbed, okay? Mm -hmm. Ric Flair, Ravishing Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect. The names go on and on. You guys are all Minnesota natives? Well, uh, tell them why, though. Well, so whenever you build a new stadium, you're in line for WrestleMania. It's sort of like the Super Bowl, kind of like they just kind of follow around the new stadiums. Well, a few years ago... The Vikings sent out 
sort of a hype video for U.S. Bank Stadium and all the big events that are going to come to town. And the Super Bowl's coming, and the Final Four's coming, and this is coming, and WrestleMania. And they, so they kind of let it slip in a hype video that WrestleMania was going to be here. And, and word was we were going to get WrestleMania in 2018, last year. Instead, they went back to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. <laughs> In part because Vince McMahon hates spoilers. Like, he wants to control all leaks ah, and news. I see. And that's my theory, that they had it in 2018. It got yanked because Vince was mad, and now I think it's going to come back in 2020 or 2021. Okay. Write that down. All, all right. right, so today is February 8th. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado come March 1st will still not have signed contracts. What? March 1st? March? Really? Yes. I'm not shocked by that. I would not be shocked by that. They've waited this long. And they wow. might think, okay, now if, if, if we're looking for a deadline, April 1st is sort of the deadline. If you're a pitcher, you can't wait that long. As we a hitter, had, you might be able to get away with on it. On Score North Live, I think last week we had Eno Saris on, and he said he wouldn't be surprised if it went. So you're saying both of them? Both of them. Okay. Neither of them will be signed come March 1st. Dumb question, but are, are we, uh, or do, do we have the plan now for the camp that we had for guys who hadn't been signed a year ago I haven't in Florida? Heard of I think it, it was yet. like at Homestead or something, right? Yeah, yeah, it was in Homestead. Do we have something... The guys can I go heard to somebody say that they were they were planning that some guys were planning on getting together and having their own hey Bryce, spring training. Let's play catch. <laughs> nah, nah, not today, kid. All right, Judd, wrap us up here. Final prediction. Write that down. A little twins positivity right here. Byron Buxton will lead the American League in stolen bases this season. Okay. All right. Byron All right. Buxton is going to be competent enough to play the entire season here going to get on base and will lead the junior circuit in stolen bases this season. All right. All there right. it is. Those are the predictions. And uh, the accountability session uh, did not go well. Every Friday at 5 o'clock, live on Score North on 1500, we make predictions and we make fun of ourselves because we're terrible mostly. Why did I say the Lakers? What the hell was I thinking? They, they have one max contract. You seem to sort of to panic. Lakers? I, I did. Like you went into this panic. I did. I was put like, on well, the spot. Phil, Phil yeah. pressured you a little bit, yeah. and, and then you just sort of collapsed. I did. Well, what you could do, so you could hedge. You could come back next week and say you could add like two or three other teams to that mix if you want to. You could pull a Judd Zolgad and just hedge okay. against your previous predictions. Except right now, this is a grand slam. So if you're right, this you get mega points. It would be a yeah. It would be a huge. It would be a home run. Now nah, just sure. leave it as is. Well, you right. can't. No, you can't change it. Just for the record. Right, but, but I could hedge it. Right, oh, I but see he could right. put like the Knicks in or something else. <laughs> Three other stupid teams. Uh, a huge thank the you. Knicks is who I should have said. They're the idiots who would do that. They'll, oh. have, they'll have Jimmy Butler, Wiggy. They'll have all these oh, complete man. flame outs. That would be the irony. Uh, a huge thank you to the PGA Superstore to Nelson Marine for their sponsorship here at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show of the $100,000 pontoon putt. Uh, a thank you to the Minnesota Golf Association for their support of the Youth On-Course Chipping Challenge and the Minnesota Section PGA for their support of all the local PGA professionals that donated their time for free 10-minute lessons. We are Mackie and Judd with Rami, and it is a balmy 70 degrees inside Minneapolis Convention Center Hall B where uh, we are live at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. And before we go anywhere, it's time to talk to my good friend, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, where you always get straight talk. What you don't get from Josh is sugar-coated advice. And here on this Friday is Josh with his straight talk. Hello, Josh. Hello, Judd. I hope you're having a great time down at the golf show. And for those people who are looking at golf and want to participate, well, yesterday we talked about picking up some... E-L-Y, that's Callaway. Callaway has some very hot clubs. 
as well as some hot new golf balls, the ERC Soft, which could command for all the golfers out there, both in terms of clubs and in terms of golf balls, uh, that could continue to generate some sales, and sales could turn into earnings for Callaway. Additionally, there are two clothing lines and shoe lines that get some golf promotion. Under Armour, which has slowly but steadily moved off the bottom, Under Armour reports their earnings this week, but Nike uh, continues to be the leading seller. Uh, Both companies do fall into a little bit or take advantage of some technology to promote their products. Nike could get some additional boost given the return, of course, of Tiger Woods. If the Giants could somehow get rid of Eli's contract, that would take some doing because Nick Foles on the Giants makes a lot of sense with Saquon and Odell. Pat Shermer, by the way, was his offensive coordinator under Chip Kelly when Foles went 27 touchdowns, two interceptions that year, so he knows what he's got there. Or, dare I say, the Minnesota Vikings. Guys, the Vikings got rid of Case Keenum in favor of Kirk Cousins. Case Keenum had that thing. He Mm -hmm. kind of won, but he wasn't quite good enough, they felt. Kirk Cousins is good enough in terms of the skills, but is maybe missing that thing, and Nick Foles splits the difference. Good enough skills and great leadership. A, a, a quarterback like that on that Vikings team, all of a sudden right. you're thinking that they're a Super you Bowl You said contender. Giants and Vikings. Giants and Vikings. That was Max Kellerman on the First Take program. This is Mackie and Judd with Rami on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com. We're live at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show running all weekend long inside the Minneapolis Convention Center Hall. Uh, Hall B, I should say. Full details at minnesotagolfshow.com. And we'll be back out here tomorrow from 10 a.m. to noon. Uh, Kellerman was talking about that as though it were a realistic possibility. That that certainly constitutes reckless speculation on his part, does it not? Nick Foles being a Viking next year is not a realistic possibility in any world, is it? Contractually, how would you get him here uh, with, with Cousins' contract? I mean, the thing about Kirk's contract is it's short, which is the good news. The thing about Kirk's contract is it's fully guaranteed. So... I don't mind the idea. It's a cool bit of, as you said, reckless speculation. But I have no idea, having guaranteed um, $80-plus million to Cousins over the life of the three-year contract, how you could make that work. So, yes, I don't think it's possible. If you could replace Kirk Cousins with Nick Foles, would you? Heartbeat. In a heartbeat, you would. Heartbeat. Okay. I would, too. Let's start there. Okay. okay. Let's, not say why, let's not say no. Let's say how can we. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go from a place of optimism here. <laughs> All right. Now, do I think do I think Nick Foles is markedly better than Kirk Cousins? I but but to what Max Kellerman said, there's a certain it factor and a leadership factor about sure. Nick Foles, and clearly, he's the opposite in terms of. Okay, his numbers might not wow you during his career, but in the biggest moments, he has shown the ability to step up. NFC Championship games, Super Bowls. Uh, down the stretch regular season, right? So that's something Kirk Cousins has never been able to do to the point where it's no longer, eh, this is kind of, kind of a small sample size. I don't know, man. You can't win in primetime and you can't beat winning teams and you've been a starter for, what, four or five years now? So I, when I'm weighing the two, if they're both kind of equal in terms of stats and uh, like they're both kind of in the middle ground in terms of NFL starting quarterbacks just on the surface, one guy has an it quality, the other guy has 
if you put the letters S and H in front of that word, yeah, it would probably close <laughs> that might be a little okay? harsh. Let, let's Come go down on. this path too, okay? It's because my, like my, it my first thought was you can't afford Nick Foles. I mean, Nick Foles is like, Nick Foles is going to he's a he's one of the top thirty starting quarterbacks in the world, mm-hmm. and those guys get paid twenty plus million dollars a year, right? That's what I first thought. And you're paying Kirk Cousins. Correct. You're right. paying Kirk Cousins close to $30 million. You're not going to put 55 to $60 million of quarterback money on your right. You can't afford him. You and, can't aff- and put $28 million of that on the bench in right. Kirk Cousins. But my question to that would be, is Nick Foles going to make $20 million? I present to you guys teams with the most cap space in 2019. Okay. All right. All right. Number one, the Indianapolis Colts actually have $110 million in effective cap space, according to OverTheCap.com, which is where your Le'Veon Bell yeah. prediction makes a lot of sense. Well, they don't need a quarterback. Nope. Andrew Luck. New York Jets are number two on that list. $90 million in effective salary cap space. Sam Darnold. They don't need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns are third on the list. Baker Mayfield. They don't need a quarterback. Buffalo Bills. I see where you're going here. Oakland Raiders. Now, Oakland Raiders are interesting because if if John Gruden is out on Derek Carr and in on Nick Foles, that, that might actually make some sense. If John Gruden is all in on Nick Foles, I could see that making sense. But if they're still on the Derek Carr wagon and Derek Carr makes a lot of money too, I don't think the Raiders make a lot of sense on the surface here. Texans, 49ers, Seahawks. All have quarterbacks. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to go all the way down to the... The team with the the, the the ninth place cap space team, which is the Bengals, and Andy Dalton, who may at some point be on the streets looking for a gig, right? Um, Cardinals have a young quarterback. Cowboys have a young quarterback. Titans have a young quarterback. Then you get to the Broncos, and now you're at $37 million in effective cap space. All right? I don't know if there's a team out there that's going to give Nick Foles the $20 million starting quarterback salary so if he's more in that oh, 8 to $10 million range because the teams that would have cap space can't afford you, now you'd have to make Kirk Cousins the backup at $30 so million. Let, so I'm just saying. Just, like, I'm okay, just, I'm just okay, saying. Let's if it's go about, down your can path. You, can let's you go down your path. Him? Let's go down your path and hypothetically go through the conversations in Egan that would take place <laughs> as you're now considering making Nick Foles your starting quarterback for 2019 while still ha- having Cousins on your roster. You go into the Wilfs, right? And mm-hmm. you're like, <laughs> Ziggy, got to talk. Yeah, what's up? Quarterbacks. Yeah, we've got our guy for two years, right? No, 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 no. Here's what I'm thinking. Nick Foles has agreed to come here. Now, from the outside, I'm tempted. But can you imagine a year after signing Kirk Cousins to an 83 or so million dollar contract, actually having, if you're Spielman, actually trying to say, I think we can do better now. I, would, I wouldn't even have the gall to walk into their office no, and propose no. that. I really, I really wouldn't. Can you? Can you say, no way. Can you say GM suicide? Because I can. Yeah, I'm. I'm firing you on the spot if I'm Ziggy Wolf and you come in the year after you gave Kirk <laughs> so, Cousins what you so gave what him and is, say, "Hey, we're going to sign a quarterback." So if you're Rick Spielman, you do the right thing and you fall on that grenade <laughs> and you get fired <laughs> to make sure that the right quarterback is put now, in place. Now, if I could piggyback. On what you're saying here, Phil, which is go ahead and bring Nick Foles in. And I got to believe, as quarterback starved as the NFL is, 
That money looks crazy to us after watching Kirk Cousins for a year and going, yeah, he's not really worth that. Even though, I don't know if that's even fair to say, but that, that seems to be the perception around here that he's not worth that money. In a quarterback-starved league, and with some of the things that Kirk Cousins has accomplished in this league, and the ego on some of these coaches that even if there is something broken with the guy, if he's got the right tools, I can fix him and get the most out of him and make him a franchise QB if I don't already believe that he is one. I think it's a realistic possibility, if you want Nick Foles in a Vikings uniform, to find a taker for Kirk Cousins in some sort of trade. Whoa. So, so you could cl- you could clear whoa, it. Whoa, wow, whoa, wow. That's a f- wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's a hot take right there. <laughs> it's, no, it's not. It's not. No, no, it's a pretty hot take. The, 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 it's you, a pretty you, hot take. You think there's zero teams that would trade for Kirk Cousins? If someone, okay, put it this way. Okay. Hold on, put it this way. Let me let's let's keep going down. This is we're down this path. Mm-hmm. No, Screw I'm let's all go. for right. going okay. down, and I'm just saying. If, it's a hot if take. you knew, if you knew that Nick Foles loved that, like you have to tread lightly, but you knew that Nick Foles loved this situation, and Nick Foles thinks that he too is the final piece to this puzzle okay and so you've got it behind the scenes that if if we made room for you you'd sign here right mm-hmm. and now it's just about clearing out the 30 million dollars you're telling me if you went to the cincinnati Bengals and said give us a sixth round pick for kirk cousins right now and you and, and i don't know how much they owe andy dalton this year so then go down the line all right broncos we'll give you you literally give us a sixth round pick and we'll give you kirk cousins and you can have it's a two-year thing it's not like you're locked in for life it's right. two years yeah that they that 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 the Broncos or I'm trying to find other teams here that would there's not that many teams that need 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 a quarterback do you at least think, in their minds. Do you think that those teams would willingly take that contract and that QB knowing what we just saw? It's not a terrible contract anymore because it's only two years. It's not it's not a five it's not right, a but death it's fully guaranteed. So you are stuck for two years. Do you if, if you're the Broncos He's and, not a train and you've wreck. got a, a new coach? Are you saying to yourself, okay? We tried to sign him last year. We liked him. Now we'll take him with a new coach, and he's our guy for two years. I don't know about that. It's this is hot, all very far-fetched. Just so we, it's just a hot, clear. I'm not, <laughs> clearly. I'm not saying it's a bad hot take. I'm saying it's a hot take. Like, to take that contract in, in a league where guaranteed contracts aren't given and to then take that contract and trade it in a league where mega deals aren't made, that's a pretty hot take. Yeah. I feel like there's more meat on this bone at some point. Maybe next week. Maybe we should just coin next week reckless Vikings quarterback speculation. Do you know they could have had Nick Foles for nothing? For nothing? He was bouncing around with no job. But, I, but yeah, but that was like, even the Eagles lucked into that, right? I know they did, but I'm just saying. I wrote, I wrote when the year that Teddy got hurt, before he, he got hurt, when I sat down with the roster and realized that Sean Hill was the backup, I wrote... Nick Foles, he's gone from the Rams. Just go sign him yeah. as a backup. The same. The same. The Did you do that for Write That Down? No, unfortunately no. for our site. I should have done it for Write That Down. Actually, <laughs> everything you write for the site should also be part of Write That Down. I don't, I don't think you get to just like float your test takes on the scorenorth.com. I do a lot of intricate stuff. Next level. <laughs> oh. I'm doing, I'm working. spent four hours on that wild piece today. Everybody. I'm working in an Einstein-esque, you know, 
So if I do it for write that down, it's going to be really long. Write that down. Uh, I just I just feel like you're if you're going to put trial balloons on scorenorth.com, we should count. So there, you know you don't get like preseason takes on scorenorth.com. <laughs> I like that. The the Einstein of sports. That's what I'm going to call oh, myself God. from now on. Mackie and Judd with Rami from the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, and uh, we'll wrap with noted golf enthusiast Patrick Royce on the other side here. Last look at your traffic around the Twin Cities. We got a crash 94 westbound that's causing an 11 minute delay on the eastbound side in St. Paul between US 52 and 7th Street. And there's a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 494 eastbound between West Bush Lake Road and exit 8 near Edina. Boys? Thanks, Jonathan. We're going to wrap with Royce here in just a moment. Uh, we got a, it, it's the 3M championship was a lot of fun for a long time here. The uh, the seniors would come and shoot 20 under par, mm-hmm. and it was it was a great event. Rami. Make you feel terrible about yourself, mostly. Right. Yeah. And there was a media event where you could play the course too, oh. and then like you know, no, put eight no, no, we couldn't stuff. play the course. No. And Judd and I would have to sit that out <laughs> for the safety of everyone involved. Thank you. Robert. And now, mm-hmm. as of this year, it's the 3M Open, and the PGA Tour has taken it over. There's already commitments. I've seen Hollis put some stuff out about. Uh, Patrick Reed and Sally Walker is here, by the way, from the 3M Open. And is Bryson De- uh, DeChambeau committed too? Yep, he's committed as well. So, but this is going to be awesome to have an annual PGA Tour event. Uh, we're excited anytime big events come to town. So, what can you tell us and our audience about? the planning so far and some of the things that we can look forward to here this summer. You know, we're really excited. Uh, The TPC Twin Cities, they've gone pretty much under a full renovation, started the day after the 3M Championship. Like making the course longer and harder, right? Much harder. Yeah. (laughs) So we're excited to see how the players react to that and how they come out and play it. Um, We've also got Zach Brown Band. They're going to be playing on July 5th. Um, in the evening after play, so we're really excited about that as well. Awesome. Um, if, if, if you are someone who just loves to be around events like this and you want to volunteer, assuming there's openings for people to volunteer, what are the, what are some of those details? Most definitely. Um, I mean, we have volunteer opportunities from the non-golfer to the golfer. So you can come out and be a part of our admissions committee where you're you know scanning tickets, greeting people, to marshalling a hole where you're seeing every golfer come through. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What, what part of the course change is going to uh, spice things up potentially the most, do you think? What what are fans going to see and be like, whoa, that wasn't here for the seniors? You know, I think 18 will be a big change. They they made that whole water hazard larger. So it's a whole it's a whole new hole. Um, so we're excited about that. It's, you know, are they going to go try to go for it or are they going to go around? Sure. Yeah. And this, so it was, it, it was a short par five for the seniors and it was mostly... I mean, it was like they all went for it in two, and it was a pretty easy shot for the most part. Yeah. So to add some drama to the last, it's gonna it's gonna be 18 still. Yes. Okay, so there might be drama of okay, should I hit a shot 270 yards over water instead? Exactly. Exactly. So we're we're excited to see how they play the course. Cool. Um, if people want to find out more information about volunteering and just the progress, where are the best spots to whether it's social media or a website? 3mopen.com, you can find pretty much anything from tickets, volunteers, all of the updates will be there. Um, you can also join our email imp- or, or email list. Um, and then you can always check us out on Instagram, Twitter, 3mopen, um, Facebook, 3mopen as well. Awesome. How, how long do uh, guys now commit for? So, so like, because there will be questions, I'm sure, about mm-hmm. more commitments. How long do, does that system play out for until the actual, like, cutoff date for it? They have until the Friday before to commit. Oh, so there could be some intrigue. So yeah. what I've what I've kind of heard too is like obviously, 
you know, in terms of what are the appealing events? Well, Hawaii and Pebble Beach, and there's also what is the hook for Minnesota? And I've heard behind the scenes that to make it as family-friendly for the pros as possible so that because a lot of pros travel with their families. They're traveling around. they got kids and stuff. So to make it kid-friendly and just to make it an event that becomes a destination for reasons other than ocean or, you know, palm trees. Exactly. And, you know, Minnesota has such a great golf fan base, and we've showed that through the Ryder Cup that we hope that they're excited to come out just for the fans and the enjoyment of it. Yeah. So, Sally Walker, thank you so much for coming thank over you. here. We appreciate it. Uh, you can just throw that headset at us. It's fine. <laughs> Crash. At, at yeah. Phil. Yeah, don't, yeah, I don't want to throw yeah. it at me. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, Thanks. Pat, are you on the line? Hello. Hey, Pat. We're at the golf show. Yes, I saw the videos today. It was frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Rami's swing? Because it made me feel good, and I uh, suck. Now, uh, you guys just kept showing the same shank, right? It, there weren't repeated shanks, were there? Well, no, it, was only one, it was only one shank, yes. I don't know. Well, no, there were multiple shanks, but the one that you saw was, the same, the, same it was yeah. the same shank repeated over and over again. He almost killed a man. Really hard to miss a net from a distance of two feet, but uh, I think you did it. I'm you talented, Pat. Next, you hit it in the next net, right? That was. Uh, I mean, I could hit a few. Uh, although I did once hit my friend Wong, who was sitting behind me in the chest when it went off the back end of the club. But that was <laughs> late in the day, and it had been a little hot, and uh, we were out at Hiawatha, and I, I kind of, uh, I, I did hit him, and he thought I turned around and threw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it off the heel of the club with some badass swing, you know. So unbelievable. So how's the crowd at the golf show? Okay, it's, we doing okay? It's well. Tomorrow's expected to be uh, be the big day, and uh, yes, we're we're actually is, uh, we're doing a little bonus Mackie and Jeb with Rami tomorrow. If you want to join us tomorrow, you can just you can just call in from the Hammond Stadium press box if you want to. Well, I doubt if I'm going to be at the Hammond Stadium press box, but uh, if I'm there, I'll, I'll be sure to do it. Yes, I am. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the piece I did on the Eveleth today about the, uh, they're showing the film of the, the world premiere of the 1973 film of Eveleth and Wilmer playing a football game. They've discovered an old uh, uh, tape of, a, of the film of that that they didn't know they had. So Margie's Roosevelt Bar is uh, hosting a, uh, a, a world premiere of this tonight, and I just called, and uh, uh, they were supposed to show it at 5.30, uh, but it's it's jam-packed, and Margie wants to keep serving them drinks, so she wants them to put the film back a little bit so she can keep selling them cocktails. But uh, the Iron Range is a beautiful place. One guy I mentioned today in the column was a guy named Frankie Sherman, who used to uh, be the play-by-play announcer up there. Well, I, get, I now have two people confirming to me that Frankie double-dated with Robert Zimmerman at the Hibbing High School uh, prom. Really? She took their gals to the uh, prom. So uh, he, I don't know if the girl from the North Country was there uh, with the Bob or it was a different one, but they uh, they double dated. I love the range because there's always three stories within every story. It's fantastic. That's a great story. Wow. <laughs> yes, yes. It's. Uh, uh, they. You know what? If I start drinking again, Margie's. I'm heading for Margie's because I think I'll drink for free. But yeah, I think you will. I think she you was, will. Uh, very happy with me. She invited me up for all the cocktails I want. I said, "Yeah, I don't think I'm going to drive 1,900 miles for a free beer there, Mar- <laughs> uh, Margie." But uh, but go ahead, dear. So, so Patrick, you got to give Frank Robinson a little tribute. Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, a surly guy to deal with, but man, could he hit! 
what was the stat uh, Hall of Famer Jason Stark sent out? Six, right in the middle of everybody, you know, Aaron and Mays and all of them. He led the National League in slugging percentage like five or six years in a row. Uh, you know, he, he could hit, man. So, Patrick, 65 All-Star game, National League outfield was whom? Uh, starting outfield was Aaron uh, Mays and uh, Pops Stargell, who was a young phenom then. The backup outfield was Clemente, uh, Billy Williams, and uh, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Uh, another Hall of Famer. I uh, can't think of who the heck it is right off the hat. Johnny Callison, too. But uh, you know, I think they got 11 or 12 Hall of Famers on that team, and that doesn't include Pete Rose, who was on that team, but obviously didn't make the Hall of Fame. That was the greatest team ever assembled. It was did Look it up. Koufax, Marischal started, Gibson, Koufax, Drysdale, they all pissed. Wow. So it was, uh, it, was, it was amazing, 65 All-Star game. Were they all under contract by the time spring training started? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure that you know the coast Kofax that might have been the year that Kofax and Drysdale uh, held out. They became the first guys to hold out. They held out in unison trying to get the Dodgers to pay them. And uh, I think it might have been '65 that they did that, and they they of course got them signed. And then the uh, we not only had the All Star game that year, of course we also had the uh, seven game World Series. So that was a pretty good summer of baseball in Minnesota. Uh, where do you where where do you think Bryce Harper winds up? He's not going to San Diego, is he? I love how he uh, took the San Diego. He, it's like San Diego's probably been calling him for three months, and he's like, I, I mean, "How about whatever, the Giants?" Talked to the Giants two days ago. Yep, yeah, that makes no, more sense he's than San not Diego. Going there with that I know. fence, there's no way in hell he's going there. You can hit the ball, you can murder the ball to right center field, and it's a double. You know, he's not going there, and that's the other reason I don't think he'd go to San Diego. I don't know. Does he care about winning? Actually, San Diego is supposed to have this fantastic young farm system, and maybe, you know, maybe. I don't know. He could go there and be the hero. They don't have any other pro sports in town. Uh, maybe the fans there would actually start liking the Padres and go to games of Harper's side. So maybe, but I, I just don't see it. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back for one year with the Washingtons for about $33 million because mm-hmm. Boris is just – Boris is trying to prove a point here, and I'm not sure exactly what it is. He's trying to prove that there's some kind of a collusion going on because teams won't give his players $350 million. Yeah. Uh, Pat, we wrap with Roycey every day. Pat, we have about, I don't know, a minute and a half left or so here. Uh, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on the 3M Open? So we've, so we've got Patrick Reed. We've got Bryson DeChambeau have committed. A couple other decent names so far. I like, I like those two names. He'll get, he'll get somebody like Ricky. He'll get, he might uh, get four out of ten and, uh, and you know, eight or nine out of 20, the top 20. There's enough of them. Hollis will uh, keep uh, working them and, uh, and try, to, try to get a few out there. It's a tough week, but also the schedule is so much different this year. It's so much earlier that uh, there's going to be a lot of players who need points, you know, not, not the top 20 guys. You'll have a hell of a field. It's just... You know, if you're waiting to see Dustin Johnson, you might be disappointed. Yeah. Or somebody like that, or Paul and Pauline Gretzky, or Pauline Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> Is Wayne come along? Might be disappointed. Might be disappointed by that, but it'll be good. It'll be good event. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Fourth of July weekend. Okay. 
20% of the population goes in the lake, but 80% of them are looking for something to do. The best part is if you told Judd, all right, there's two rooms, the lights are dim in both, and there's some soothing music playing in both rooms. Wayne Gretzky is in one, and Paulina is in the other. Oh, I'm in there with Wayne. Judd's in there with Wayne. Talking about the racers, the Oilers. (laughs) It's not even close. You're a troubled man. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. (laughs) We all agree on that. (laughs) Did you ever have a chance to interview? I interviewed him a few times in groups. He's a great guy. Good guy. Wayne? Yeah, solid guy. Yeah. Wouldn't go in the corners. He was a big wussy, but uh, I'll tell you that. (laughs) You know what? That wasn't his job. Dave Semenko and McSorley could go in the corners for him. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's, uh, you know, he didn't. I, I got a story on that, but we don't have time. Let's uh, save, yeah, save it, story. save it for uh, for next week. Call right tomorrow. Now. All right, all right. See you, Pat. Bye. All right. Oh man, you can hear the click of the phone too. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Are we going to wrap with Royce tomorrow? We can try calling. What time are we on tomorrow? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? Okay, yeah. good. Yep. Good to know. I'll be here. Go hit that bar for Hopefully. a little while. Yep. I'm going to get a All drink. Right. Thanks to Bye. Declan back in studio, Jonathan out here, and uh, thanks to everyone from the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. You can find more details all weekend long at minnesotagolfshow.com. Radio Sports Beat. From Charlotte, here's Dari Noka. How good was that? A classic Lakers-Celtics battle at the Garden. The Lakers wearing their golds, the Celtics in their greens. The two most iconic franchises in league history going back and forth. Celtics take the lead with 11 seconds left, and then off of a batted ball after a Laker miss, a former Celtic, Rajon Rondo, grabs it and hits a fallaway jumper for the win. For the moment, every one of this season's Lakers came together to celebrate on the court that win in Boston. Those rumored to be on their way to New Orleans, celebrating with those that weren't. It was cool, but now what? Though not a championship contender, the Lakers have become the most intriguing NBA team the rest of the season. How will the young guys react to LeBron knowing he would love to have had Anthony Davis over them? Well, last night was a good sign. And then after the season, the Lakers and Celtics will likely battle even harder to land AD. All we need now is Marty McFly. In 60 seconds, you can kiss it goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for the only $5 meal worthy of your appetite? Wendy's Giant Junior Bacon Cheeseburger Meal. Our classic Junior Bacon Cheeseburger is now bigger. With double the fresh, never frozen beef and double the apple with smoked bacon, there's nothing junior about it except the price. Wendy's Giant Junior Bacon Cheeseburger Meal comes with nuggets, fries, and a drink for just $5. Get the $5 Giant Junior Bacon Cheeseburger Meal at Wendy's. Giant Meal, Junior Price. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. At AutoZone, we're all about giving you more ways to get more done. Like the AutoZone Rewards Program. Sign up is free, and members get a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. And if your headlights need to be replaced, now's the time to do the job. New headlights help boost visibility, which means you'll be driving safer, even in the toughest conditions. For all things headlights, head to AutoZone. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Bet on it. The best team streak in all of sports right now is going to end. If you win anything 14 years in a row, it's incredible, especially with a roster that changes in its majority every couple of years and in its entirety every three or four. 14 straight titles. It's ridiculous. The Atlanta Braves won the National League East 14 straight years, but that was a division that had just five teams in it. What Kansas has done in men's basketball is better. 14 straight Big 12 titles. A conference that had 12 teams for the first eight title seasons and then had 10 for the last six. But the streak will end at 14 this year. There are games 
game and a half out of first at the halfway point and sit in a tie for fourth. They've been inconsistent since their big man, Yudoka Azubuki, went down for the season with an injury, and now a 14-point-a-game guy, LeGerald Vick, is away for a while for personal reasons. They won't win it this season. Kansas State or Iowa State probably will. But that streak needs to be fully appreciated. With the ESPN Radio Sports Beat, I'm Dari Noka.